0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Integra Podcast, where we discuss everything from wisdom to wellness to woo. So without further ado, let's get to it.
1: Welcome to the Integra Podcast, where we talk about all things wisdom, wellness, and woo. Today, my guest is Kate Mahoney. Kate is a functional supplement specialist and supplement quality expert, whose goal is to empower practitioners and consumers with the knowledge to make informed supplement choices. In 2020, she had nearly 25 years of combined supplement quality focused education and professional experience in the remedial use of supplements. After years of encouragement from her colleagues, at the beginning of 2020, she released a supplement education course for the functional practitioners, which addresses important quality considerations and the functional use of supplements. Courses and education for other practitioners and consumers began and became available in 2022. Teaching online and consulting one-on-one with colleagues and consumers about supplements has been her primary professional focus since 2020. Welcome, Kate. It's so great to have you here today. Hi, Heather. I'm
2: really excited to be here today. Thank you for having me on.
1: Of course, of course. I find this subject really, really fascinating from not only because we are colleagues as functional nutritional therapy practitioners, um, but from my own health, uh, challenges and how knowing what's in the supplement is important because we are putting it in our body as knowing what we're putting in our body food wise. And so I really, um, love to let our listeners know, um, how how did you come about this how did you first of all get into functional nutrition and um really what brought it up w- what is really your why
2: well really since my expertise is supplements the supplement piece kind of came before functional nutrition mm. like functional nutrition came after okay piece. and the reason why I ended up getting into this was twofold. It was because of my own long-standing health issues because mm. I have a rare autoimmune condition that started to make itself apparent right around puberty. Mm. And at the time, you know, considering my age because um while we're recording this podcast, I'm about to achieve level 48. So by the time your listeners are listening to this. I will be level 48.
1: Woohoo! But, Congratulations. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> so
2: excited. Woohoo! And, um, but at that time, around puberty, autoimmune conditions weren't something that was part of the common narrative. Right. And so conventional medicine really couldn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. And that's what eventually led me down the path where I spent decades of professional and personal study, Mm -hmm. trying to find the answers that I was seeking. Mm -hmm. And part of that ended up, um, putting me in the position where I was a health and wellness consultant for a company that focused on supplements. And one of the things that was a part of this program and this position, which was phenomenal. Like I honestly didn't even know what I was getting at the time Mm -hmm. until later (laughs) was that they extensively educated their staff and the people that were health and wellness consultants for them Mm -hmm. about supplements. So the head of curriculum, um, had a PhD in nutrition and he focused on the biochemistry of supplements in the body and not Mm -hmm. just, um, the biochemistry, but he also focused on educating us about the manufacturing practices and raw material quality Mm -hmm. and how all the different layers of what goes into making a supplement Mm -hmm. actually makes a high quality bioavailable supplement. Right. And then on top of that, he would bring in supplement companies Mm -hmm. to provide a, basically a sales pitch about their product, their brand, Mm -hmm. things like that. And after they left, little did they know what we did was we would all sit around and we would talk about whether or not their supplements were worth it, whether or not their supplements mm -hmm. were worth some money based on what we knew about raw material quality, manufacturing practices, Mm nutrient bioavailability, bioavailability, Mm -hmm. all those different things. Um, so Five years of that gave me a really good depth and breadth of understanding about oh, something that wow. I realized now most consumers. And as I found out when I continued my higher education by getting my functional nutrition certification, most health professionals don't have. No, like, I know. I mean, I would, I, I went through the course and what was shocking to me was that it, it wasn't just the students who were coming to me, the instructors were coming to me, the former mm-hmm. graduates were coming to me. They were asking me questions about supplements. Mm-hmm. And that's when I knew I was like I have information that needs to get out there in mm-hmm. the world. Definitely. Because the truth is about 90% of the supplements on the global market are in all honesty not worth taking. Right. And the only way we're going to move that needle is by educating consumers and health professionals to make better choices, because Mm -hmm. that's going to force the brands making lower quality products to make better quality products so that they can keep up with demand. So that's my why.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, and it's, it's important because why spend uh, money on cheap supplementation when it's not even going to help you, you're going to have to take 10 times as much. And there might be additives in there that aren't even really good for you and can be detrimental.
2: Yeah. Well, it's not even about taking 10 times as much because this is something that I share with the people who go through my supplement courses. I Mm -hmm. make this analogy of, um, if you're trying to hit a target, like Mm -hmm. if you have a nutritional deficiency and you're trying to hit that target, what is going to hit that target most accurately while doing the least damage and throw or a sledgehammer.
1: Right. Oh yeah. That's so good. Yeah.
2: So most of the products on the market are full of low quality nutrients that aren't even bioavailable to the body or low Mm. quality Mm -hmm. products, like low quality herbs that are full of things like herbicide and pesticide residue and heavy metals and blah, mm-hmm. right. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but let's talk about B complexes mm-hmm. more B vitamins in a B complex does not make it better. The question is whether or not those nutrients are bioavailable. And the truth is how much do you need? Right. So if your body is not able to utilize the nutrients in a product More Mm -hmm. does not make it better. In fact, more means that your body is going to have to offload and eliminate Mm -hmm. that excess that it doesn't need, which puts a stress on the body.
1: Exactly. Makes it work harder.
2: Exactly. And if what you're trying to do is fix something or repair something, Mm -hmm. then making it work harder when it doesn't even have the energy (laughs) to do Mm -hmm. what it would naturally be doing with optimal homeostatic function. It's like, let's add more stress to this already filled stress bucket.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's not the right answer. <laughs> no. And when your body's in that state of whatever level of toxicity, it mm-hmm. sometimes can recognize those things that are supposedly good as actually offenders.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe they're not even good because they're not in a bioavailable form.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or they're full
2: of the fillers or additives that
1: you mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So really, like you were saying, I love that analogy that you brought up. uh, Would you rather do it with an arrow or a sledgehammer? Sledgehammer. So, (laughs) so really targeted supplementation. So
2: it might be not better.
1: Exactly. So. For some people, it might be more important to do each B vitamin separately.
2: Oh, that's actually a really good topic that you Mm -hmm. just brought up.
1: Okay. Let's talk about that.
2: Okay. So there are certain nutrients that you should not ever take by themselves, because if you do, you will cause other nutritional imbalances. Mm -hmm. And those two specific categories are B vitamins and minerals. Interesting. So okay. speaking as a practitioner, as a health mm-hmm. professional, sometimes there are clients that I work with who need therapeutic doses of a specific nutrient, like a specific mm-hmm. B vitamin mm-hmm. or a specific mineral mm-hmm. in higher therapeutic doses. But fortunately as a practitioner, I know enough about supplements to also know that if I were to just give them that therapeutic dose by itself. Mm-hmm and not give them a low dose B complex mm-hmm. or a very bioavailable, um, multi-mineral that mm-hmm. covers a lot of bases with a lot of different minerals. I will be inadvertently creating another imbalance, which will right. manifest as completely different symptoms than the client was having before. So you don't just take one B vitamin by itself for mm-hmm. one mineral by itself. If you're going to be doing therapeutic doses of a nutrient with the oversight mm-hmm. of a practitioner, the hope is to find a practitioner who is well-informed enough mm-hmm. that they know, oh, since we're doing the therapeutic dose of this kind of nutrient, that means we need to balance it out.
1: Mm-hmm because there's a synergy that goes into effect.
2: Exactly. Yeah, there's the synergistic relationships and the antagonist relationships. Mm-hmm. And since they're nutritional cofactors, we need to make sure that all of them are present to mm-hmm. help make sure that the body has the cofactors it needs to maintain optimal homeostatic function.
1: Right. Yeah, so it's like having the quarterback has a support team yep. underneath it.
2: Exactly. Yes. I love that analogy. That is a perfect analogy. Yes. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So synergy is so important. So here's a a huge reason why we shouldn't just be going out there and, you know, just picking up a vitamin because we're told to take just that vitamin
2: or (laughs) one of my other pet peeves, because yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) listening to the influencers or Mm, people online that are like, this is the magic pill and everyone should be taking a pill. No, nutrients are Mm bio-individual and nutritional needs are bio-individual and You should hopefully, ideally, be working with someone who can Mm -hmm. identify exactly what your and I'm speaking to your listeners, right? right. Because I know you knew this. (laughs) Yeah, but no, 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 please. But but literally, for all of the listeners listening to this, you need to be working with a practitioner who can identify your Mm -hmm. bio individual needs, and not only that, what supplements are most compatible with your body, Mm -hmm. because. Supplements are made from a whole bunch of different raw materials and yes. some of them are fermented. And so let's talk about, well, let, not let's talk about, cause that's a whole rabbit hole, but there's <laughs> contraindications mm-hmm. for people who have histamine issues mm-hmm. or histamine intolerance with certain right. types or forms of supplements, regardless of the fact that they're more bioavailable, but mm-hmm. that's okay. I'm just going to say that. And we're going to leave that one alone. Cause that's like a rabbit hole yeah, <laughs> yes. for days about that. Exactly. But, In addition to figuring out if a supplement is compatible with someone's body, Mm -hmm. whether or not your body is ready for the supplement, right? You do need it, but maybe there are certain nutritional bases that need to be hit first to get your body ready for something like an elimination or a detox protocol. Please stop buying the detox kit. Yes. Yes. As a supplement expert. Uh Your body (laughs) needs to be ready Mm -hmm. for a detox. If we start mobilizing toxins and trying to push toxins out before the body is ready, it usually leads to more problems than solutions. If you really want to do a detox, my suggestion, and I'm sure you agree wholeheartedly, Heather, is please stick with a food-based elimination yes. protocol, like the mm-hmm. whole 30. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yes, focus on real foods or, or maybe do like a, a liquid fast for a day where you're just yes. drinking liquids for one day, you know, mm-hmm. like, simple, yes. easy things that are actually in alignment with the way that we used to live.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. It, you know, it's so true. I, yeah, I, I do that You know, every three months, I'll just do a, you know, a bone broth fast for um, uh, a day just to kind of allow my digestive system a rest, you know, and so things like that. You do it seasonally. I like that.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And try and if I'm going to do something, I always do like seasonal vegetables kind of, you know, in a soup or whatever, just to kind of let the body and then ease back in. So, yeah. yeah, And it's so important. And you're so right, because, you know, you can hurt your body. Um, And I had that experience when um, I actually started nutrition school. I had been working with somebody on some fungal issues at the time. And they just kept piling supplement on supplement and I just kept getting worse and worse. And, um, but you know what I'm saying? So I just, and finally I just let go of all of them and let my body kind of come back into some sort of homeostasis to where it wanted to be. And then, uh, started very slowly adding in things. So yeah, it's important, um, to work with somebody who understands this. And
2: what I love about what you just shared is it speaks to something that I know we've talked about before that is really in alignment with both of us, which is we have to honor our own discernment and critical Mm -hmm. thinking, which Mm -hmm. you just talked about how you did that. You were Mm -hmm. working with this practitioner and they were doing these things and Mm -hmm. there was just this. I don't know how it manifests for you. So I'll just Mm -hmm. speak to how it manifests for me. There was just this inner knowing that Mm -hmm. you were in touch with that was saying, this is not the right path for me. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important for your listeners to be empowered and know that just because they're working with a practitioner who Mm -hmm. supposedly has the education to know more than them, No one knows your body better Mm -hmm. than you do. Mm -hmm. So if your discernment and critical thinking is picking up on something, please listen to that.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's so important because, you know, and I am, I'm working with a practitioner right now. And she's the first thing she always asks is how did each supplement that you Mm -hmm. titrated in, how did it affect your body? Good. and you know and we keep love in that. touch in the middle you know if something yep. like really kind of goes oh yeah that one caused a huge histamine flare um you know yeah. i'm going to uh you know and and it's so uh, important to do that. And so, yeah, getting somebody you can trust and trusting your own intuition, yeah. you know, and knowing, oh, wait, something kind of feels off here. Maybe yeah. that's not what I need right at this moment. Maybe I need exactly. it down the line, like you talked yeah. about, but your body's got to be ready for it. I love exactly. that. Yeah. So, you know, we talk, we're talking about supplements a lot about supplements. Um, <laughs> but also, you know, we're in a society that, um, is looking for a quick fix a lot of times. Yeah. Um, and so Have a king,
3: pop a pill.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I think, when people get started and are ready to kind of switch and I'm not saying go totally off medical model because you know there is stuff there there's
2: a time and a place for everything
1: exactly but they're introducing supplementation um they'll add supplementation in but they won't change maybe what they're eating um Mm. and so let's talk a little bit (laughs) About that. And seeing my face right now, your Uh listeners
2: can't see it, but Uh -uh. I'm just going to let them imagine what my face is. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, really, um, you know, a lot of times we do, we think that, oh, this, the next, um, you know, greens pill is going to fix everything, it's going to fix my gluten allergy or my. Mm or um, my bowel issues or whatever. And it's not really that easy.
2: No, because the truth is we're all bio-individual. And Mm -hmm. I know that this is something that we both subscribe to because we come from a similar um, functional nutrition education background. Mm -hmm. It always comes down to the root cause and the Mm -hmm. root cause can look and be a little different for every single person. Mm -hmm. And that's why there is no one pill right. and no one therapeutic dietary protocol that is going to be the answer for everyone, right? There is something for everyone, but one answer is not the answer for everyone. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the other thing that I really like to say, and um, if any of your listeners have listened to uh, any of the other podcasts that I've been on as a guest, I've said mm-hmm. this before, um, if you or the health professional that you are working with does not know how to clearly, with 100% accuracy, identify the supplements that are going to be compatible with your body
3: mm-hmm.
2: and identify whether or not your body is ready for it, mm-hmm. you will, and if you can't do that yourself mm-hmm. as a consumer, you will be better off spending your money on higher quality food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely 100%. Don't bother wasting your money on supplements that you don't know whether or not you need them or whether or not you're compatible with them mm-hmm. or whether or not they're even high quality enough to bother wasting your money on. Right. Instead, invest that money in your food because every structure and every function of the human body is built from and runs on nutrients. And that means what we put in our mouth, what we Mm -hmm. eat, what we ingest literally becomes every cell, every tissue, every organ in our body is built from and runs off of the nutrients that we eat. Mm -hmm. So invest in your food.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah you know, local, seasonal, you know, good quality meats, not, you know, CFO meats, you know, you you find a local butcher or you find a good resource who can send it to you if you don't have anybody around.
2: Yeah. Uh, But I think it's also really important for people who may not have easy access, right? Like that, or who are maybe at the very, very beginning mm-hmm. of this process. One of the things that i like to suggest is <clears throat> make one trade out every week.
1: Ooh, I like so that. Let's say
2: mm-hmm. you have Heinz ketchup mm-hmm. and that week you go to the grocery store and you buy a bottle of organic ketchup. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. it still has sugar or corn syrup or whatever in it, but at least mm-hmm. it's organic. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. because the truth is every single one of us, you, me, everyone who listens to this podcast, all of our professional colleagues, we all started somewhere. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make a leap across a canyon. That's you traverse right. the canyon, taking one step, one step, one step at a time we got here. Like I got here through 25 years of experience. Do I right. expect any of your listeners to be where I am right now? Mm-hmm. Heck no! So how do you get there one step at a time? And if mm-hmm. you make one trade out in your pantry every week, mm-hmm. number one, that keeps it more affordable. And number two, by the end of the year, you've made 52 trade outs. Exactly gift for organic unsweetened peanut butter, throw away your French's mustard for organic mustard. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, these are all yeah. small changes that are feasible that mm-hmm. we can, make, that don't overwhelm us with, oh my gosh, I have to do all the things. Exactly. You don't.
1: And no, you don't No. As you, and you can, those babies, that baby step yeah. approach can feel so much better. And keep you empowered and keep exactly. you on track yeah, uh, towards a goal. But yep. n- knowing that none of this is a quick fix. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like you said, it took you 25 years to get where you are. Yeah. The listeners, you guys, it's taken you however many years to get where you are. Yeah. Allow yourself the grace and the time and the patience to make these changes over Um, however many days, months, weeks it takes um, to get to that point. So that's so important. That's such a great um, point to make. Definitely.
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some people who are able to just like completely Mm -hmm. turn their lives around overnight. Mm -hmm. I am not that person, but Mm -hmm. I recognize that there are people out there who exist. So if you do more power to you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And sometimes those ca- there are catalysts for change that will yeah, make you absolutely. do that. Yep. Um, you know. Y- you know a <laughs> an illness, a debilitating illness that you know the root cause is uh, nutrient deficiencies and um, yep. maybe food allergies or whatever it is. So you yeah. know sometimes. Uh, those catalysts come. And so, yeah, that's how it, you know, the best way to address it, if you can. But again, if you are so fatigued, say you have chronic fatigue, or, Mm -hmm. you know, fibromyalgia symptoms, um, you may not have the energy to do all the things all at once. So again, find a practitioner who is going to help guide you through the steps and help you to figure out what the best steps are to exactly. doing
2: that. Yeah. So, and someone who doesn't just tell you what the steps are, but someone who works with you to make sure that the steps are doable and fit mm-hmm. within your lifestyle.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like and that's so important. You can't just tell someone drink more water because everyone knows they should be drinking more water. If they <laughs> knew how they'd be doing it. So you need to find a practitioner who will actually talk to you about your life and the healing reaction. Do you want to do this fast and hard? Do you want to do it? Uh What's Uh going to your life? Here's some of the things that have worked for my clients. What Uh do you think will work for you? You know, don't just work with a practitioner who says you need to drink more water. How,
1: Uh how do I do that? Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh exactly who actually listens you know and asks you questions you know seriously you know does this feel comfortable do you feel like that you can do this yeah
2: and let's talk about what didn't work so that we can tweak things to make sure that it works better so that this Mm -hmm. is doable for you Because these are lifestyle changes we're talking about.
1: Right, right. This is not something, this is not a, you know... 30 day elimination diet this yeah. is this is you know yeah the rest of your life and really and making lifestyle changes again going back to it took you 25 years to get here yes so you know it's all about patience and seeing what works yeah. and what doesn't i always talk to my clients about i'm like this is an organic process yeah. and we're going to have ups and we're going to have downs yeah. and we're going to have these moments where you feel awesome and then all of a sudden it's like Okay, what shifted here, you know, and then we look at how it looks different. So Oh, my gosh,
2: Heather, I just have to say this conversation is so much fun. I'm totally health speaking out with you here.
1: (laughs) Yay! (laughs) I love it. I love it. I am enjoying it so much too. This is awesome. So, So what do you want to talk about next? Hey, let's see. So we've been kind of been talking about how, what you would recommend when working with clients. Um, yeah, it's it's, true. you know, you know, there's no one protocol for anything, but yeah. when someone is looking for a practitioner Um, is there a standard way of practicing? Do you think that a practitioner has to have a certain certification or Mm. what do you think, you know, uh, kind of background uh, would you recommend? And I'm not asking you to say what schools or anything, but what would you look for in a practitioner?
2: That's honestly a really hard one because the truth is I am very altruistic about, Mm -hmm. um, health professionals Mm -hmm. and patients and or clients Mm -hmm. depending on the scope of practice of said health professional. Right. And I really honestly believe that the reason why there are so many health professionals is because there truly is someone for everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's not for me to say or project on or make assumptions Mm -hmm. or judgments about, um, who is the right practitioner for someone, because Mm -hmm. that's going to look different for everybody. Just like the protocol is bio individual. It's going to look different for everybody. I could try to put a blanket umbrella on it and and be like, Oh, you could look for someone that says holistic, or you could look Mm -hmm. for someone that Mm -hmm. says functional or some kind of keyword. But as you and I know, Heather, as professional colleagues who really have a lot of respect and regard for each other and the Mm -hmm. work that we do, we know that about each other because we actually know each other. Mm -hmm. Like we can tell that we're in alignment with one another. Mm -hmm. So if either of us found a colleague that, not a colleague, I'm sorry, I misspoke. If either of us found a client that we knew wasn't quite right for us, Mm -hmm. but we knew the practitioner Mm -hmm. That would work well for them for their health journey. We would 100% refer out.
1: Yes. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. So
2: my suggestion to people is do research Mm -hmm. about the practitioner you're going to work with, Mm -hmm. look at how they present themselves, the language that they use, how Mm -hmm. they're communicating how does it resonate with you? Mm -hmm. Does it feel in alignment with you? And if Mm -hmm. it does reach out to them, set up an appointment, see Mm -hmm. if what it was that you were picking up on as far as their social media presence or what Mm -hmm. they had on their website is still there when you talk with them in person. And Mm -hmm. just like we spoke about earlier in the webinar trust your discernment and critical thinking. If your discernment is picking up on kind of has some flutterings of a warning flag, listen to that. You may not even have a reason for it, Mm -hmm. but trust it, honor it, listen to it regardless of whether or not you can tie it to something specific Mm -hmm. and just trust yourself. Mm -hmm. really just trust yourself to find the practitioner that is right for you. And the other thing that you can do, and this is something that I actually offer to my friends. Um, I have friends who are aware of the fact that I'm a health professional Mm -hmm. and they'll reach out to me and be like, Hey, can you help me? I've got this health issue. Mm -hmm. And if it's not a health issue that I specialize in, I'll say, I am more than happy to help you find a practitioner. Mm-hmm. Here's some of the keywords that I recommend you use when you do your online searching. Mm-hmm. And once you do the research to find some practitioners that you think feel like they mm-hmm. might be a good fit for you, feel free to use me as a second set of eyes and send yes. me their information and run them past me. And I'll mm-hmm. let you know what I think. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the ways that I support the people in my
1: Mm-hmm. larger
2: community. So if you know anyone like that in mm-hmm. your life as a listener that you really, um, trust, even mm-hmm. if they're not the right practitioner for you to work with, yep. they could help you find mm-hmm. the right practitioner for you because we are stronger together. We're stronger as a, community. Yes. more brains are always better than one. And we're not objective about ourselves.
1: Right, exactly. And it is. I love all that you said, because you do need to resonate with them, because if you can't build a rapport with your practitioner, then how are you going to be able to feel comfortable with them when something doesn't feel right to you? You need need somebody who's going to be open, you know, and like you said, there are so many of us out there. And I love that there's consumer choice because- we're not all right for everybody. It's just like yes. any <laughs> healing modality, you know, Um, I'm, you know, somebody might resonate with the way that I practice or, you know, it or that you or they may no. at this time in their life just need a health coach, just yeah. somebody who's there to be the cheerleader for them. Yep. Um, And I'm not saying that's all that a health coach does, but it's somebody who guides yeah, in a different way
2: who's- specializes in things like thyroid health Mm
1: -hmm. or
2: or, you know
1: right insulin
2: resistance type 2 diabetes like there's so many different health concerns out there and if you have one of those health concerns I highly recommend finding a practitioner you're in alignment with who specializes in your health concerns
1: yes yes yeah. And that is so important. Um, it's so important to find somebody who specializes because they are going to see the bioindividuality of the protocol for you. Hopefully, um, if hopefully.
2: they're worth their musters. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause they should be recognizing that not every supplement is going to work for the same person. Yeah. You know? And uh, that
2: type two diabetes didn't manifest for everyone for the same reasons in the same way. And the the same thing with thyroid issues,
1: right? Right. Exactly. It's like,
2: why is this happening for this person? Mm-hmm. What is the root cause? Mm-hmm. Let's dig deep to be able to assess mm-hmm. and address that and come up with an individualized step-by-step protocol mm-hmm. to help get you back towards optimal function. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I always uh, recommend, and I'm sure you do too, is um, if you're Make sure you interview your health professional. You know, yeah, if, you if they offer if they offer a <laughs> discovery call, you know, yep. I um, that's one of the best things. I as a health professional, it also is good for us because. I don't want to work with somebody who maybe is, I can tell is not going to resonate is exactly. not going to be able to listen or be me committed me to it. And <laughs> it's important. It's important. Yes. And it's not that, I mean, I think when we all, I mean, I know when I got, I'm not going to say that you did, but when I got out of school, I wanted to help everybody, you know, <laughs> and ended up with clients that I ended up firing because yeah. it just felt like we were going over the same exact things every. time we got together and, um, you know, and so it's important for both people to feel that rapport and know and trust. And because
2: there's such a thing as compatible communication styles.
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. definitely. Definitely. So, uh, we've talked about finding a practitioner. (laughs) Um, what, would you say is um, maybe some top tips for the listeners to really, once they find the practitioner for them, how would you really want them to approach their appointments. And I think it's mm. really, you know, I'm just thinking like, you know, openness, listening, la, la, <laughs> you know, things like that. Um, you know, what, when you are working with a practice, when mm-hmm. you are working with a client, what are you looking for uh, from that client?
2: Well, this isn't what I'm looking for, but this is something that I encourage anyone working with a practitioner mm-hmm. to do for themselves. Yeah. First of all, honor yourself. Mm -hmm. No one is going to know what is true or right for you better than you. So Mm -hmm. those of us who are practitioners, we are trying to work with our clients and or patients Mm -hmm. based on what we can see would be beneficial to the person, what Mm -hmm. could help the person, But we don't know whether or not something will work for you unless you honor yourself Mm -hmm. by speaking up and communicating. Yes. So open, honest communication is essential. And Mm -hmm. finding that's why it's so important to find a practitioner that you have a compatible communication style with. Because if you're the kind of person as a client who's very honest and very brusque and just like, um, pragmatic. You mm-hmm. need to be working with a practitioner. Who's not going to take offense to that. Right. You need to be working with a practitioner who understands that you're just being honest and pragmatic and mm-hmm. blunt that this is not going to work for me. And mm-hmm. who's going to be able to take that in mm-hmm. and work with you to figure out what are the answers that will work for you. Yes. Okay. So honor yourself, honor your communication style, find a practitioner who honors you as well, because that will build uh, respect and rapport between the two of you, you will be able to get better results. Mm-hmm. So that is my biggest suggestion is when you work with a practitioner, honor yourself.
1: Yes. yes. In whatever
2: ways that is true for you.
1: Yeah, yes, exactly. And be honest, you know, yes. uh, yeah, I, you said the word honest, but It's true. If you're going to a health practitioner and they ask for a food journal and you're not honest with what's on there, but you're having reactions, not worth it. How can
2: we even help you if you're not honest with us?
1: Right. If you ate a Twinkie, then put it on there.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's like you need to find someone that you feel safe with.
1: Right. Exactly. That's not non-judgment, you know? Yeah. It really is a non-judgment zone. It should be because like you said, we're not on their path. It is their healing path. It is yours as the listener's healing path. And you know, you may have had something that came up that you felt like you needed that whatever it was. Oh yeah, to help you like a
2: Twinkie, like a, a Twinkie, ding dong or a Hostess cupcake, or French fries, uh-huh. or
1: whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doritos. <laughs> uh huh. But if you're working with a practitioner who's open and goes, okay, maybe what's what triggered that? And then what was the reaction your body had afterwards is going to, you know, it's going to help you understand. Exactly. So So I love that. Set yourself
2: up for success rather than looking at it as a failure. Because one of the things I like to say is there's no such thing as failure. There's only learning experiences. So what Mm -hmm. can we learn from this?
1: Oh, I love that. Yes, yes, I love that. It is, it's so true. Um, Yeah, that's one of our big mottos in our household is, oh yeah, that didn't work out. What did you learn from it? Did you learn something? And I think that's so important. And we're all learning. As practitioners, we're learning, you know?
2: As humans, we're learning. Exactly. I remember when I, (laughs) I talked to my parents, this was when I hit my early 40s. Mm -hmm. And they were in their early eighties. And I looked at them and I said, this whole growth thing (laughs) never stops, does it? And they're like, "Mm -hmm."
1: (laughs) yeah, Yeah, it's so true. If you're not growing, then what's it worth, you know?
2: Yeah. But that's one of the things that I'm so grateful for with my parents because they mm-hmm. have mirrored that for me. Oh, I've been that's able great. To see and be inspired by the fact that no their entire lives, mm-hmm. they have been committed to their personal growth as mm-hmm. a person, like always trying to be the best version of themselves. Oh, wow.
1: That's yeah, beautiful. So I'm
2: pretty lucky. You
1: are. <laughs> you're very fortunate um, to have that. But it's a beautiful model for you. It is. It really really is. is. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay. So we have talked about you as a nutrition professional, but you have some very, very cool uh, (laughs) gifts and skills. uh, I
2: I got a little woo going on. Yeah, you got a
1: little woo. So we're going to pull in the wisdom. We're going to pull in the wellness. We've talked about those two. Let's talk about the
3: woo
2: now. Okay. Okay.
1: So um, so I got to experience um, a numerology reading with you, and I know you do other things. Tell us uh, a little bit about um, what you, uh, some of the gifts uh, that you have.
2: Okay, so um, back when I was 20, mm-hmm. I got to experience a tarot reading for the first time from mm-hmm what I have experienced so far is in my opinion, the most gifted reader on the planet uh, when it comes to tarot. Mm -hmm. And I told this individual that I wanted to learn how to do it. So they were my mentor for a while, which I'm incredibly grateful for. Mm -hmm. But what I learned when I was learning the tarot, because part of my learning process that they assigned to me was learning about the history of the tarot is that tarot really is like math with concepts. Oh, so the concepts okay. that come into play are astrology and numerology and the elements of earth, air, fire, water, which represent um, the material world is earth. Air is like mental, conceptual, intellectual thought. Mm-hmm. Um Fire is passion, spirituality, motivation, life force, and water is, of course, emotions. Mm -hmm. So when you combine those different things, they make up the cards of the tarot deck. Mm -hmm. And the foundational Mm -hmm. part of the tarot deck is 22 major arcana. These are like Mm -hmm. archetypes that talk about big, broad Issues or cycles that we all deal with in our mm-hmm. life. And that is actually what old world numerology is based on. It's based on a zero through 21, or since there's no way that we can numerically like tangibly uh recognize zero when we're doing numerology then Mm -hmm. zero becomes dignified as 22 which is a master number
1: okay so So,
2: um that's what the major arcana is based Mm -hmm. on in the tarot it's based on those 22 archetypes and then we've got the earth air fire water and the one through 10 of each of the different earth air fire water suits and then Mm -hmm. we've got the court cards which represent different energies. Like there's the lower court cards, which represent passive energy and aggressive Mm -hmm. energy. Mm -hmm. And then the higher court cards, which represent active energy and receptive energy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like you put that all together and you get tarot. So in my learning about tarot, I also had to learn about astrology Mm -hmm. and I had to learn about numerology Mm -hmm. like really deeply and it turned out being this very broad in-depth education that Mm -hmm. i have been applying ever since then so Mm -hmm. since i started learning in about when i was about eh, halfway through 20 years old i've Mm -hmm. been learning it and applying it for 27 years now
1: right Yeah. yeah that's amazing It's amazing. Yeah, all of these modalities do all have some kind of common thread that goes through them.
2: It's so true. Like you do human design, Mm -hmm. which I absolutely loved the reading Mm -hmm. that I got from you because Mm -hmm. what was so cool is just like tarot, it is a modality that combines all these different Mm -hmm. traditional modalities into one. Yes, And as you spoke to me about it and you gave me my reading, I was just like, oh my gosh, that's like this. And oh my gosh, that's like this. And you're
1: like, yeah, it is. Uh Yeah, it is. (laughs) And it's so, it really is. I love it because yeah. And kind of like you, I, um, you know, I found the I Ching in my mid twenties. I found astrology around the same time as you and, uh, and the tarot cards and stuff. And I never, uh, studied the tarot cards deeply I did astrology um but I was always very fascinated with all of them and I loved all the different divination techniques and um you know I have runes and and I have tons of card decks uh, uh but it's and it's it's <laughs> I love it and you can go okay which one do I want to use today and yep. you know what am I feeling today and so I love that and so um it, it really is, you know, it, 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 the elements are so important. I mean, everything's yeah. nature based. If we really look yeah. at it, yeah. you know, the cycles yeah. of the moon and, yep. you know, the cycles of the sun, all of it, yeah. you know, everything is uh, a part of our daily lives. So
2: yeah,
1: uh, the woo really is part of who we are. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I feel like it's basically a um it's a physical manifestation of how we can let the natural world communicate to us. Oh, I love that. It's Uh a tool, right? Mm -hmm. It's a tool so that the natural world can better communicate with us about Mm -hmm. what cycles we're currently in or what Mm -hmm. challenges we're navigating and maybe some tips about, you know, well, maybe if you navigated it this way, it might be helpful. (laughs) Yes,
1: yes, the beautiful guidance (laughs) that a card can give you.
2: Hey, do you remember that you actually have these strengths over here? Mm -hmm. If you bring those into play, it might make traversing this challenge easier. And it's like, oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, and I think, you know, it's funny we go and we are so much on just kind of off on our path that sometimes we need to be pulled back on the path. And that yeah. is that guidance that can come. Yeah. Um, you know, yep. J- just like, you know, so I think sometimes we learn so much, you know, going back to nutrition, we learn so much and then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about how. Yes. that piece you know eating a cucumber helps how I use those modalities too Heather I love uh how you're saying that you're like oh yeah Uh (laughs) there's there's this thing it's right there but I forgot about it (laughs) exactly I know the other day I was like oh I haven't used my I saw somebody's runes and I was like oh I haven't done runes for a while I think I need to pull those back out you know Mm -hmm. and there's so much guidance, you know, and sometimes we need those different types of guidance. And so it's, it's wonderful. Well, Kate, I have loved having this conversation today. This has been great. We got to talk about wisdom. We got to take, talk about wellness and we got to talk about woo and it has been lovely. It really
2: has.
1: So thank you so much. Um, and this has been the Integra podcast where we talk about wisdom, wellness, and woo, and everything in between. (laughs) (laughs) Take care. Don't forget to like, and subscribe, and I'll talk with you guys again soon.
0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Integra Holistic Wellness, home of the Integra Wellness Method. At Integra Holistic Wellness, we recognize that you are made up of four integral parts, body, mind, spirit, and soul purpose. When you work with an Integra Holistic Wellness mentor, you'll be guided how to integrate these four parts of your being through nutrition and movement, mindfulness and emotional release, connection to others and your higher self and your soul's true purpose. To find out more and connect with Heather, contact her at Support at IntegraHolisticWellness.com. That's support at IntegraHolisticWellness.com. You can also catch her on Instagram and Facebook at IntegraHolisticWellness. That's I-N-T-E-G-R-A Holistic Wellness.